0: So You guys want to have a little bit of a shared hallucination for the next sixty-five minutes and <laughs> play some make-believe with arbitrary rules we can argue about. So we're in the middle of this fight right now. We we kind of stopped on this moment where uh, Tenru, the hunter, our new friend, summoned her uh, Eidolon, uh, Brun, the Hell Ripper, who then uh, needs to resolve a attack roll against. Uh, combatant sea, you guys are fighting these tree creatures out in the brush, out in the uh, plains, uh, north of the marshes in a region called the Gnarl Marches. But I want to back it up a little bit actually to, uh, Dry Colme, which earlier in this turn, as you'll recall, Dry rolled a natural one, or Bill did rather. Dry's controller. And then Chris pulled a fumble card and that fumble card gave dry the confused, uh, condition, I believe, which means he's got to roll randomly to see who he attacks and what he attacks. And then I did what I'm prone to do, which is that I, I, I get carried away and I zhuzhed it up a little bit. And all of a sudden I'm in certain dry Colmey. Into Mitchell's dreams, right? Mid combat. He's all of a sudden, all of you guys have been shuffled and sort of, um, replaced with these glowing figures that, uh, Dry, uh, sees when, uh, when he, when he experiences these, these feverish dreams. I want to halt time, uh, back here a couple moments and I want Dry to roll a perception check, please, Bill.
1: Well, that's a natural one on the die. Oh. That's all I fucking roll now. So it's a nine. Wow, it's a You're nine. natural. You're tripping. One. I ate the mushrooms and the acid. It's on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're tripping. You're tripping. Okay, you do not see this happen. This is fantastic. This is kind of convenient, almost a little bit. I think this is kind of cool. So you don't you don't notice when, um, well, it's kind of strange the way that you're experiencing things right now, right? Because you're, you're all of a sudden in this dark cave, you see all these figures in this melee around you, all the colors and all the factions of these two fights are sort of jumbled and shuffled and stuff and something happens, but you don't see it. (laughs) So you can't warn anybody because you're holding natural one bill, as we've learned recently, that's a crit fail. No matter what that, that nine you reported to me doesn't matter. So, you don't see that uh, these two moats, uh, yellow colored, come out of your head, okay, one on each side. They begin zipping out toward other people, almost like whatever you've caught is being spread around to other people. And you don't notice when one moat zips its way over uh, into Mitchell Groning's brain and the other moat zips its way over into Bashk Tran's brain. Sorry, and Chris. they, all of a sudden, their uh, disguises, as you see them, their, their lack of identity, uh, melt away. And now within this cave system and within this dream, you see that it has spread to two of your uh, friends, and you now recognize them uh, where you are in your state of mind. Does that make sense? Yes. So at this point, the fight continues. And Dry, what you perceive are all of these sort of figures, the good guys, the bad guys. You can't tell who they are. But you're watching as uh Mitchell and Bashk begin looking around confused as if they don't see anything. They're just sort of like, what is what's going on? They look around kind of confused. And then you see them just melt away from where you are and the cacophony around you continues, but Bashk and Mitch are nowhere to be found or seen in this fight. Huh? At this point there, players, we have a choice. Okay. And I'll let you guys decide what you want to resolve first. The fight is going to continue, but the fight that's, in progress right now will continue without bashk and mitch in it and instead what we'll be left with is a confused dry a functional cereal and tenru the hunter versus these two remaining plant folks meanwhile bashk and mitch are going to be doing something different where would you like to go first the fuck yeah (laughs)
2: That's kind of what What's, I thought.
0: What, where's so option three? What just happened? That's what happened. So, <sighs> Bill rolls a natural one last episode, right? Yep. And now this happens. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Laser, okay. The yellow laser okay. shot well, out of his head. Right. You're welcome, and, boys. And you're welcome. Bash and Mitchell just disappeared. Did they melt? I hear. I think I heard.
2: Yeah. In, pulled in,
0: pulled into Dry's perception of things, oh. and then whisked away. The snozberries taste like snozberries. Uh, well, y'all y'all want to fight? Or are you gonna? Let's go. Want to see what fuckery we get? Put so
2: into? can Sirio see them? He cannot. So they are like out of this just plane. Blinked. They just disappeared.
0: They just poof. Huh. huh?
2: Huh? Huh?
0: There's no. There's no effect. Like if this were a movie, there would be no special effects. Just they just don't. don't exist anymore. Don't they? Just leave. Um. Are Tenru and Brun the Hellripper, which reality are they in? Sirio you see them still here. So it's just Mitch and Bash have fucked off. That's right. Okay. Cool. Wow. I think you guys should do the- Oh, uh, you guys left the
2: map. Look at that. What about Dundee? Nope. Yeah, they're gone. Dundee.
0: Dundee is still on the map. Dundee is still there. Because he's unconscious, right? That's right. Dundee is, is dying right now. Yeah, he's dying. And I can't heal
2: him now because I'm not oh, on the fuck. map. Poor Dundee. <laughs> Wow. Mike,
1: Mike, finally found a way to kill a pet.
2: Kill a pet. Well, does Dundee get he recovery checks? He does. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's um, let's do spirit realm um, stuff. Really? I'm in oh, the spirit okay. realm, Lass- asshole. Because I'm, I'm not there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's hoping you guys come back before we have to start fighting. Exactly.
2: Again.
1: <laughs> oh, I see.
0: So, right. was there a day of rest on our travels to the spirit realm, <clears throat> or how long no. was the nope. trip?
2: No. Or did this
0: whatever reality that we're in now. Man, this session's All gonna right. be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So what the fuck? Let's go <laughs> ahead and follow <laughs> Mitch and Bash <laughs> first. I love this. This sounds this is gonna be awesome. The two of you uh here's what you experience, okay? Because we've talked about Dry's perception of things. We talked about Sirios perception of things. Now we're gonna talk about your perception of things. You detect uh the yellow light coming off of Dry toward you each. And whether you dodge it or not or attempt to or not, it's simply, it, it's just a, it's just a bead that follows you and it just connects with you very quickly. And the world, as you know, it melts away in front of your eyes and you, um, are, um, transported into what we've described dry as scene. You see these figures in this melee, you can't tell anyone apart. You see dry in front of you and then you almost feel grabbed and plucked out of this, uh, out of this cave and the two of you are whisked away uh to a island nice liking okay. it so far okay and the island uh floats out in the sky and the sky all around you is red oh. and cloudy and uh, little uh little arcs of lightning sort of go off around you here and there. The ground is kind of this purplish soil and you see buildings and things around you, like little shacks and stuff like this that are dotted around this island. The island is probably, mm, I don't know, maybe five hundred feet long and maybe four hundred feet wide. It's kind of this oblong shape, right? And you see a couple shacks here and there. And the two of you are not close to each other, okay? You're far apart, let's say, you know, two, three hundred feet apart. So we could say that can we see each other. You can see each other, um, but you can see that that uh, that bash is sort of to the north toward one edge of this island and Mitch is to the south toward the southern edge of this island. Mitch, your heart falls, your heart sinks because you once again are presented with this table that you've seen now twice before. And the two figures uh, that you have observed manipulating things once again begin doing so. And you uh, are once again back in the dueling chamber <sighs> at Jamandi Aldori's manor. And you are once again watching the events unfold. And we'll go through them quickly because we've already experienced them twice before. So the first thing that you see is uh, Arion, Diploploticus a.k.a. the Deuce, uh, you see the red figure give the red power onto Vladimir's axe. You see the axe kill the deuce. You see the blue figure give the blue power onto the axe that Volodymyr wields, and it whips around, and it delivers you a non-lethal blow. And then I want you guys to think hard for a moment and tell me if you can remember who actually killed Volodymyr that night. Maybe you don't remember, maybe Mitch doesn't remember, but you're surprised maybe to see Lindsay the Bard That's right up at the top of the dueling pit, uh, taking cover against the wall, watching all of this stuff happen all around her. And then you watch as the red figure once again resumes his machinations and he delivers a red power on to Lindsay the Bard who, as you might recall, would go on to roll a natural 20 and kill Voladmira by critting that ink splash spell on her, which then melted her down into the ground and killed her. And so you watch this this trade back go one by one, right? You see that the deuce is killed unnaturally. You see that Mitch is spared unnaturally. And then you see that Voladmira is killed unnaturally. Sort of this give and take Okay. And then as your hallucination sort of concludes, you see Jamondi Aldori standing around with you guys after the fight. You see those interactions that you experienced. You see you're all standing over the corpse of the deuce. And you can see that that red energy that was imparted onto Lindsay is never retrieved from her. Oh, fuck. And that she still has whatever that is, whatever that was, is still in her.
1: I like how I keep replaying the Deuce's death every couple episodes over my mind. It's really nice. <laughs> like to see it. Well, I'm a little, it. I'm a
0: little bummed we haven't been taking Lindsay with us. Apparently, she's got the right. Right natural power. I of think a God, Lindsay's um, going to meet the stag lord. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lindsay's going to meet everybody.
1: Be like, "Oh, I, you got a problem with us, Lindsay? Get him."
0: I don't know how Bask is feeling right about that, but Donnie's pretty confused at what the hell's going on. This is a trip, for sure. Yeah. yeah, this is amazing. And I think Mitch is, honestly, I think it's it's been a while since he's had any of these visions or dreams. Mm-hmm. And he may have thought that he was kind of past it and getting through this. And maybe this was done. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, fuck, here it we are. Yeah, not yeah. even in your own bed now. Yep. It's just happening in yep. the midst of this all is, of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, your mind can't help but wonder, like, what's happening right now? to yeah where's everyone, everyone else and yeah. why are we in this island right is time passing for you the same as it's passing there is Sirio yeah. right now facing on these enemies without you or if you manage to find yourself again will you just wake up right when you know well i mean are we frozen start. in place or are we like what's uh make a perception check natural 16 that is a 21 the air around you feels less heavy than it's felt in the past okay. and again you're seeing more about your area than you saw before and you think that you might be able to walk around but you're not sure what would happen if you moved what would these figures do is, there, is red and blue are they both aware of you right now I mean they're still they're just doing their thing right now as you um, bear witness I and this is kind of you know maybe this is kind of under the the hood kind of gaming but I'd never rolled like it was always perception before but like Mitch has a pretty decent occultism knowledge like is that something that would help me kind of identify anything about this or Uh, roll it okay not with that roll it's only a 13 yeah I mean it certainly seems crazy and unexplainable inexplicable what's happening with you right now you You take a moment and you are looking at your surroundings you're trying to judge what to do next and during this period of uh, thought, the simulation or the expression of reality ends right this this show and the two figures um they they look at you and for the first time they acknowledge you without kicking you out because What's happened before, is you know, is the ground will just fall out from under you and off you'll go this time. That doesn't happen. And instead they walk around the table toward you and they each one reaches for one of your hands with the red one reaching for your right hand and the blue one reaching for your left hand. What do you do? Uh, Can I back up equally from both of them? Yeah. You back away. Yeah. And they just, they just keep heading toward you and they're fast they're just so fast and they're just they're just coming for you. Ah, Mitch is going to step forward and take a swing at Red. Okay. Um, just not unarmed just just yeah. kind of a, just a haymaker. Get away from me, dude. Yeah, this this guy's ruined. Okay. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, what, man, I'll give you an attack roll. All you right. Know, <laughs> fucking all right. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm attacking.
1: Probably some lesser d- god or demon or something. That's a-
0: Fourteen. What am I adding to it? Am I just my Dex mod? Uh, strength you know, strength. Like or Dex? Okay. You could pick which one, and you get proficiency. Let's uh, talk about the be- rules. You get to pick which one because unarmed attack or finesse attacks. It's on a finesse you can pick your higher. Okay, so a natural fourteen that would be uh, twenty adjusted. Okay. Then yeah, yeah. um, the, your fist just um, just uh, flows through this figure. <laughs> Um, And then as as you extend your arm and as you're pulling it back, the figure seems to choose whether or not its body interacts with yours, and his hands just close around your wrist. Oh, shit. And the strength of it is unbelievable, okay? And meanwhile, Blue's on your other side and holding you, too. And they're not hurting you. They're not trying to hurt you. They're just holding you in place, okay? That's comforting, Mike. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm happy I'm it's here. Like, I'm just, it's know. like a sweetheart. And, and like like Bashka's sweet is like 300 feet away, right? <laughs> <You're>, yes. <laughs> and, we, yeah, and we'll yeah, we talk about Bashk oh, in a second. Good. <laughs> <We'll laughs> we'll you You just wait. <laughs> Mitch, there's a shack about 40 feet away from you off to your left that sort of stands in stark contrast to this purpley, reddish sky, floating island motif, right? There's just this shack, okay? And you're dragged inside the shack. My God! Um, by these by two my figures my god and uh don't and
2: let him probe you don't <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're struggling right and you're yeah arguing. oh fuck yeah i'm oh, doing yeah. everything i can like yeah, kicking your legs there's right. this path that's being dug into the ground by the by the metal boots of your armor as you're just being dragged in and you're going being dragged in so fast i mean it's fast and you are thrown into the corner of this shack, and as you get in sort of the ambient noise around, you just stops and it's dead silent in here and then you look over, and there's an adjacent room uh, uh with a with a doorway and a threshold and everything, and across that doorway and threshold are prison bars, and you're looking into a prison cell okay, okay. that's next door to you, and you're like You're like presented with this, and you kind of get up and you dust yourself off, and the figures are gone at this point. They just dragged you into this room. So I'm in a closed room with just a jail, like a bars in front of me. Yeah, and the Uh uh, and the entrance that you came in is still there. Okay, so you have a choice at this point. Do you look inside the jail cell? Yeah, man. Or do you leave? I mean, I want to know. I yeah, I think I would take at least take a peek inside the jail cell. I mean. Okay. Yeah. So you squint your eyes and you look in and you see um, two people in the cell together. And uh, they are each provided with relatively comfortable accommodations. Nice bed. You know, there's a table and chair in there with place settings where food might be served to them. It all looks very clean and they're just sort of sitting in there talking sometimes sometimes not the first person is pretty easy for you to recognize it's the deuce what the hill okay and he's sitting here and he's he doesn't seem to regard you or notice you or see you can i like can i make any noises can i speak? uh sure as you do that as you kind of um, call out to him he doesn't react to you okay Okay. He's totally unaware. The second person in the cell is Volodmira. And they're there together Oh, my and they're God. talking and just sort of like just passing the time. Can I hear that? What they're saying? Yeah. Roll perception. Yeah. Damn it. Stupid dice. Can you uh, just let's... stand up like a Mitchell and be like,
2: this is your fault.
0: That's a seven. So no. What's the total? Total is uh, 11, uh twelve.
2: They're they're chumming it up, you know, talking about the game.
0: <laughs> they're wondering who's going to win the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs>
2: Overhand smash, huh? Who hmm, saw that kind.
0: <laughs>
1: that's a bit of that's a bit of
2: a power just think. <laughs> <laughs> Why the writers put that in this book?
0: No, you don't. You can't, can't. really hear what they're saying. You you they they don't seem like they're interacting with each other as like old friends or anything, okay. but they're also not interacting as if they're enemies. They're just sort of there and okay. they're just, sometimes they talk, sometimes they don't. And your perception of them begins to speed up. Like, is your, a couple moments pass for you, but you're watching like a sped up version of all of this. So they'll stand up, they'll sit around, they'll kind of talk, they'll sit down, they'll eat, food will appear. They're just there existing. And then What you'll see beyond is a door that materializes in their cell. You don't have access to it because it's beyond the bars, right? But they do. The door just opens up, light pours through, and you look beyond the door, okay, into wherever Mm -hmm. has opened up for them, and you see that it leads back into the dueling chamber. What? And they get up and they walk into the chamber, and they leave, like kind of like going to play the the act again, like
2: maybe. Oh my god! I don't know if they're stuck in a time loop or if they're just like right. puppets. And you're right. looking Holy at a thing. Shit. Is this oh, like man. a Groundhog Day that they just it keep grounds, doing groundhog this? Groundhog Day it, was just last week. I don't know. But it seems like they
0: <laughs> they know each other because they're they're talking right. They're. Like, I think Ned? I think I think it might
1: be Ned. they're more
2: talking because they're stuck together, kind of right? like yeah. Yeah, like, oh, here, the, here, here we go then. again. Let's go do yeah. this again. for these. Like the the jail cells, if that's the, the break room, and they're just, you know, on break. Right. You know? yeah, right? <laughs> Co-workers. They're like, they're like Disney Weird. employees. <laughs> 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 the characters are characters, man. Your hours
0: get cut, too. Yep.
2: We, we uh, got to play Goofy
0: again. We leave this. Um, we leave Mitch in this room, and we move over to Bashk. Donnie is about to make some important decisions for the course of the game.
2: Oh. Oh. All right. Make the right choices. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, Bashk,
0: you are um, intoxicated right now. Hmm. You're kind of, your head is swimming. Yeah. And you are not really perceiving things um, accurate. I mean, it's like... It's like you're drunk. I mean, it's just things are happening around you. And out of the corner of your eye, you can see Mitch over there. And mm-hmm. you see him engaged in the same stuff that we just described. So it's not as though your perception of him is any different, right? But you don't give a shit. Have you ever had your wisdom teeth removed? Yeah. And do you remember when they were like, countdown from 100, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you go 99, 90. Yeah, and then then you wake up. (laughs) You you wake up six hours later. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's about the level you're working at right now, cognitively. All right. And an undetermined amount of time passes around you, and as you blink and you open your eyes again, like Mitch is just gone. Yeah. And again, you don't care. It doesn't matter to you. You're looking out around at the views uh, at the at the red. Sky and the, the kind of the purple ground and the shacks and stuff around you, and then you blink and you open your eyes and in front of you is a uh, is a beautiful woman, and she has green skin. She doesn't have hair. She has more kind of like a plant life sort of um, exterior to her skin. Okay, and not not any kind of uh, scales or it's not lizard folk. She appears to be, um, fey. Okay. And, um, I would like you to make a, I just want you to roll a 20. I just want you to roll just, it. Just, just make, a flat. Just D20. make a flat check. Just make a flat check. <laughs> oh, all right. How about a 17? Oh yeah. yeah. She looks fey. She looks of the first world and we've established a couple times that bash doesn't really know about much of this stuff but something Mm-mm. in you knows that this is a nymph. Okay. And you don't know much about them, but this knowledge just seems to be kind of be injected into your mind. It just means talking to you in common. You're Bashk-Trand, correct? And I, I think Bashk is still out of it here, and he actually responds in Druidic. But oh. yes, I am Bashk-Trand she stops for a moment when you speak Druidic to her and she replies to you in Druidic, which would mean to you that, you know, either she is a Druid herself or at least knows that language. Cause you know, as I, you and I both, I think know that the Druid yeah. Druidic is only, it's a secret language amongst mm-hmm. Druids. Right. And she goes in Druidic. She says, I knew you were the right one. There is a Druid that I know that needs you. There's something he needs to do, but he can't do it alone, and he needs your help. And I it, I think Bashk inquires, wh- who, who is this druid, and what does he need? There's a foe that he faces soon, and he will be defeated. And if he's defeated, then Sertova will never have the crown. Where, Where can I find this druid? I can take you to him. So are we talking about splitting the party three ways?
1: I mean, why not Brad?
0: (laughs) Just for clarification.
1: I see. I feel like that's the best way forward. (laughs) Oh my God.
0: I, I, I think bash would say uh, me and my, me and my companions would be happy to help, but it sounds like we'll need all of us. She says, I know of your companions. Of course I can't access them. There's balance. I can't. It's hard to explain. I can't balance everybody but I can insert you in to where you're needed. (laughs) Oh, uh, I, 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 boy, what would Bashk do here? Um, shit, I don't know what Bashk would do here. Drunk Bashk. Drunk Bashk on top of it. Yeah, he, he, he says, if, if, if I can be of service, then take me to the druid. She motions behind you and you see a cave opening and she says just stay near me we're going to move quickly and she offers her hand to you uh, bashk takes her hand as you take her hand uh, the the cave opening begins to approach you very quickly and you get the sense that she's having issues understanding how to understanding how what what your physical limitations are because she at first yanks your arm too hard and then she overcompensates and slows down and then she realizes, well, you'll never get there. And then she is she assumes a correct speed. So there's just this like there's just this lack of knowledge that she has about you, right? Wow. Like your state. And like she a, but like she gets a, it like, figured out. Like this physical world stuff she's dealing with is odd to her. It's not right. it's not nothing she needs to deal with most of the time. Alright. Well that's yeah. weird. She takes you <sighs> down into this cave. Okay, it's pitch black, but she gives off some light. And, um, you eventually you go down, know, you know, 10 minute walk down deeper and deeper down at this cave. You must be down in the bowels of this floating Island at this point. And you are met with a rock face. And she says, this is as far as I can go. He's behind this rock face. I think he'll know you're there, but he might not. I need you to assume his actions. If left on his own, he won't make it. But with you on board, he might move through the wall when you're ready. Uh, and Basque steps through the wall. Your mind leaves your body when you touch the wall. And your body collapses against this wall. <laughs> and your consciousness gets moved <laughs> into the body of an old man. Awesome. I fucking give up. all right well that was not expected but so i'm 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 now in the body of an old man controlling down you look at your hands and they're pink They're, they're they're yeah like this you know like mine like yours and the wrinkled and white arm hair a hairy old man. I'm talking like, you know, like a hairy old man.
2: Okay. <laughs> oh, Basque's got hair. Basque <laughs> has got hair, hair, and he is fascinated right now, yes. Yeah,
0: it's so sad. But, it, but imagine, though, the feeling. You know, it's like uh, when you get your braces off, and all of a sudden your teeth are real slick in your mouth, you know? It's like the same thing. This hey, Just feel it. And you stink. The stench of this guy. And oh, this yeah, I smell beard, like people. Yeah. This white hair. And you're down in this dark cave. Okay, and there's like a torch burning, an ever-burning torch burning silently next to you. You've got some rags, and you've got um, some provisions. And you're just sort of sitting down here just in your own filth, like a prisoner or something. Yeah? In your mind, you hear like a, who Who are you? What's going on? What's, I can't move. And I, I say a nymph brought me here. My name is Bashk Trand. I'm a uh, I'm speaking in, uh, Bashk is speaking in Druidic here, uh, by the way. Oh, um, um, my name's Nugra. And he responds to you in Druidic. Nugra. And I think Bashk would ask, how, wh- why are you here? How long have you been here? Years. My son my son imprisoned me down here. Is your son down here as well? No. Who's keeping you captive? He is. Who? Who is? He is my Who, son. Oh, your son, but but the son's not here. Is there wow. is there is there a physical presence here keeping you captive? Why can't you leave this cave? If I leave, I'll be killed by him. Yes. Who is your son? What's his name? I might know that. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is like some quantum leap ship going on. This is this is. I only ever called him boy. Boy. Maybe, maybe wow. people nicer to him. <laughs> yeah. like, boy. Really. You took ten minutes to look that up. No, oh, no so wonder he's a, got daddy issues. You're in a druid nursing home. I get it now. I understand. <laughs> uh, so you're sitting here um kind of getting to know this guy a little bit. Got a character sheet for this guy.
2: Oh, cool. You, you wanna see it?
0: Yeah, I want to yeah, see man. what Bash looks like now. Wow.
2: What level is he? It's
0: unclear. Yeah. Where you see in the sheets? Is so. it
2: in the roll twenty or? Uh,
0: no, it's in the Discord. It's in the yeah. third level spells. That's hey, a
1: probably clue. four or five.
0: New girl. and he, he tells you. He says, "I haven't felt this clear-headed in a while. I'm glad you're here to help me. What's going on? What? Why are you?" And as he's in your head like that, you begin to hear footsteps, almost as if on cue. Some kind of um, person climbing down a ladder and uh the old man nugra says whoever this is, is here to either hurt me or kill me that's how this goes and this man um walks down into the this subterranean cave and stands before um nugra with like kind of a wicked look on his face but also like uh look of confidence on him Hmm. and the figure begins kind of menacingly walking toward the old man. What do you do? Well, I, I, I assume Bashk and Nugra can speak without speaking. Right. I I, I, speak telepathically to each other. Yeah. So I think Bashk would ask, do you know who this is? I don't. Um, I, I think then he's going to suggest that Nugra ask what, why are you here to this, this menacing figure? I can't move. And then, in the moments that you and Nugra took to work this out, Uh the figure attacks. Oh. All right. Yeah. Bash, you're driving this train. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Roll (laughs) a perception-based initiative check with Nugra's
1: modifier. all right. Is is he still fatigued? Did that transfer over?
0: He's not. Hey, cured. Uh... Twenty-four, new win initiative. All right. Oh, what else can he do? You. Um, mm, you sound a little nervous. So you don't. Really I, I I am a little like if I assume if this guy dies, Bash <laughs>
2: dies with him. Like that could kind of suck. I don't it,
0: know. Do you think that could be the case? Yeah. 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 All right. So he's got. I got three actions right, and and I'm 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 prone on the ground. You're Is uh, that you're true? standing at this point. Oh, I am standing. You're standing on your knobbly little legs. My knobbly little legs. (sighs) Old man. All right. So first two actions, he is going to do a swift summon and summon an animal. Okay. Nugra has a summon animal spell prepared and available. He does. All right. What are you going to summon? He is going to summon... We're in a cave, so it makes sense. He's going to summon a grizzly bear. A grizzly bear Mm -hmm. is summoned. Okay. I believe he can summon uh, animals that are level four and down, I believe, is how Oh, is it works. four and down? I thought it was three and down. Three, oh, is it three and down? You would know. You're the druid. Yeah. Uh, sure. Whatever, so, yeah, level three summon animal. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Do you have that stat block available to you? I don't have it. I or do. do you need me to look? Yep. Okay. Nope, I got it right here in front of me. Drive it, man. Does the, where does the bear appear? Does he appear next to Nugra, or does he appear next to this intruder? He appears right behind the intruder. Right behind. Oh, okay. Does the this bear have bear. a top hat? The, the bear does not have a top hat. The bear does not oh, do have a do top do. hat. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the intruder looks around, confusedly. This human kind of. All right. And, those are the first two actions. And then, uh, so for his third action, uh, he's going to control the bear and give the bear two actions. And the first one will be a jaws attack at holy crap plus eleven. Holy shit. <laughs> This is um, what it's
2: like to play Mike's characters. <laughs> it's nice, <laughs> right?
0: Oh, real good, Donnie. Uh, total of 20. That will uh, miss. Ah, crap. Okay. We'll, we'll try for the Jaws attack again. Um, Fuck yeah. Come on. Ooh, natural 17. Uh, what's my map on here? Five? Mm-hmm. 22? Yeah, 22. That will hit. That will nice. hit. All right. And that's going to be a 2d8 plus four piercing. Wow. So a total of 14 damage. Okay. And that will do it for me and Does my new Does that like Jewish do room. the grab condition as well with the jaws oh, attack? Oh, that's a good question. That, uh, Does it say plus grab not, next not to the Not If I'd done claw, okay. no. Oh, that's yeah, the one. Yeah, okay. uh, you got to burn that grab. second action to do it anyway, so you yeah. wouldn't have had the economy. Right. Okay. Um, now, I think... Okay. Yeah, I think that works. Okay. So that is... Uh
2: Nugra's turn. Yeah. Or does the, the, the Swift Summon give you that extra action? Because it only takes two or Oh, I see. Okay.
0: And I think the bear would have gotten his stuff too. So actually I think Nugra does have one action left. I think Chris is right. Okay. <laughs> well, for I think for his uh for Nugra's third action, which he probably should have done this before, he's gonna try to roll intimidation check. Oh. oh. Total of fifteen. Yeah, so Bash acting through Nugra, just roars. An old man, you know, (laughs) get off off my lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Does not work. Doesn't work. All right. Just here to give you your medicine, Grandpa. Simmer (laughs) down. (laughs) He's he's using that old man strength on me. Remember remember what the nurse said. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's this figure's turn. It's this human's turn. He's going to take a five foot step away from the bear. Further putting him closer, he kind of steps away from the bear, putting himself closer to Nugra. Bashk, you know this spell well, having used it before in oh, your no. own body. Well, maybe this is true. Does ba- has pa- Bashk has cast Hydraulic Push before, I believe, right? No. I I oh, he hasn't. So. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd know it anyway, since, you know, you know the spell list and everything. Yeah. But this figure casts Hydraulic Push. Uh, and uh makes an attack roll uh, boy that's a pretty low roll that's just a three on the die yeah that ain't going to hit Nugra so um the this torrent of water comes forth from the hands of this human and it just sort of uh, goes over your head Nugra you take a look at this guy and after that cast like he's bringing he's not bringing the same thing you are, and you realize now why you had to be here because Nugra himself in his sort of feeble state mentally might have been defenseless but with you on board you guys very likely have this easily in hand it's your turn oh well wow. okay so are, is, did this guy step out of flank well I don't think Nugra was in melee with him to begin with oh you're right so you're right yeah, but yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah he's not um he is he has stepped five feet from the bear he's 10 feet away from you you know I I kind of like fighting fire with fire here. Uh, I am going to also cast Hydraulic Push.
2: There we go. It's like a
0: druid battle. Yeah, you search his mind. You, Yeah, I see the combo right now. You're going to try to push him back into melee with the bear, aren't you? Yeah. All right, roll it out. Sorry, look at his stat block. What am I adding? Is that a plus 21? Plus 21. Uh, you know oh what? Oh, my I, <laughs> God. I just, I just looked at the die. I rolled a natural 20.
2: <gasps> <laughs> oh, oh, no.
0: That's amazing.
2: I think this Fan. guy's got a name.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, let's get, let's get a crit card, Nugra and Bashk. I will if I were feeling generous, you get get two crit cards. Two names, just two of you.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, just one.
2: All right, so this is a spell, uh, yeah. yeah. Hypnotic Link. If this is a spell, if the wait, yeah, spell or bomb. If this is a spell, the target takes normal damage and is controlled by you until the end of its next turn. Okay. <laughs> there's, well, so there's there's a lot things. going on here. <laughs>
0: sometimes things just work out nicely. Yeah. Uh, roll the 6d6 bludgeoning oh. damage oh from Holy the D critical shit. hydraulic push. Yeah, yeah. 30. 30 on 66. That's a yeah. sweet, oh my god, look four, at that four, spread. 4, 4, 6,
2: 5, 6, 5. Fuck. Holy shit. Okay.
0: And, this human druid is knocked back into melee with the bear. You still have an action left. Oh, goodness. Um... Yeah, he's going to go ahead and give the bear his two actions. Hell yeah. We will try claw attack at plus 11. Uh, <laughs> natural 16. Oh, yeah. Total of that'll 20. hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh, total of 12. My God. Um, yeah, I'm going to start rolling on roll 20 all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and he'll use that last action to, to grab after the okay. successful claw attack. So the figure is in the claws now of uh, the bear. Yep. And he goes unconscious at this, into dying ranks, mind-controlled for a round (laughs) by Nugra. At this point, the narrative can take over. And with that crit card, you could decide for his body to simply shut down and bleed out and die right here, right now. Yeah, no, yeah, then that's what he's, that's what he's, this guy's curtains for him. Right. So covered in water, uh, bones broken, bloodied, and slashed and bit by this bear, <laughs> this tormentor who came down this ladder to beat up on this old man or even kill him, you think probably kill him since this intervention was necessary, instead is now the one who lies dead. That man now wow. lies dead. That's crazy. How awesome would that combat look? Like guy takes a step (laughs) forward, you know, sprays, misses bash slash Nugra and the Nugra like pushes him back into the arms of this bear and just gets fricking mauled. Yeah. That's just so awesome. Yeah. Holy crap. Very good. Very good. Nugra in your mind says to you, what, why did this happen? But you don't get the chance to respond. Oh no. Because you are extracted Uh from his mind. And you come to consciousness lying on the ground of the cave and that nymph is in front of you, standing over you. She says Did you save him? Yes. The the old man is still alive. Good. And there's a bear in there too, just FYI. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'll I'll see what effect that might have. Thank you, Mr Trand and she offers her hand to you. Yeah, so I, I he 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 takes it and i assume she helps him off the ground. <laughs> there's just this uh flash of light. Oh. Of that, course there is. That happens as you take her hand. That really there. was that really was a ruxy quantum leap that we just lived through. <laughs> like like Dr. Dr. Bashktran Beckett just floated into this dude's body, changed history and then quantum leaped back out. That was awesome bash did you do any perception and while you were I, in there it, i no, or i didn't donnie i didn't okay. No, it okay. was it was i was having the conversation i probably should have rolled something right. but and then the attack was on so it is brun the hell ripper's turn back out <laughs> oh, shit on the <laughs> battlefield what? hang yes. on hang on. there was a flash of light and
1: bashk is just in there's just a flash of light it's just a flash
0: of light Okay. Remember Run.
1: quantum? Remember quantum leap? Where like you would yeah. travel yeah. at the but end of the episode. But am I
0: just like in, like, no nowhere right now? Mitch is not on this battlefield, and Bashk is not on this battlefield. All right, cool. It does look like Sirio and Tenru the Hunter are about to have to become good teammates. In any event, we left this combat with Brun the Hellripper about to resolve this attack roll against this plant. Here we go. Chris, how are you doing, man? Gosh, we haven't heard much from you this fight, this this uh, this episode. How are you feeling over there? What are your thoughts on what is happening right now?
2: So with Bashk's kind of ordeal of, I don't know, astral projecting and kind of controlling this old druid man, I'm I don't know if that's a totally separate event or if maybe somehow he went back and just maybe altered how the bear killed Tristan. I don't know. That could be weird. Oh. Um, well, that was not, yeah, well, maybe
0: because that bear does plain to. it, but that was not Tristan down in that cave. Um, but I think we guys, clarified that bear was not wearing a hat. Oh, yeah, the bear, oh, yeah, the bear
2: didn't have a hat. Okay.
0: okay, The bear didn't have the top hat But, uh, again, this is me going like, oh, that does make sense, too, actually. I I just—I thought that's where I was going as well. But I have another theory. But, yeah, go ahead, Chris. Yeah,
2: and then with, I don't know, Mitch watching the deuce and uh, Vlad Mira in that jail cell and just kind of break time was over and they go back into the dueling chamber. That was kind of weird. Just kind of like Groundhog Day, just playing it over and over. Um, Right. But here in the real world, I'm worried about this plant tree (laughs) thing right in front of me and this hell ripper that... Did it sprout out of the ground, or did it just materialize into this square, or how'd that happen? Tenru materialized her Eidolon into this square,
0: uh, creating a flank between you and Plant Combatant C, and at the end of this manifestation, this summoning, the Eidolon gets to resolve an attack roll, and will do so now against this plant. It's a total of a 17, which will miss the plant. Okay, so... Uh, Brun the Hellripper, r- fuck Brun the Hell. I can't say it. Brun the Hell Ripper is in the fight, and it is Combatant A's turn. A uh, to bring everybody back up to speed has taken sixteen points of damage. Uh, the uh, Crocodile Dundee is currently dying on the ground, dying one uh, on Bash's turn. Uh, will? Oh no, I'm sorry, actually because combatant A put the crocodile on the ground, it actually becomes Dundee's turn right now. So it's not even A's turn because Dundee got moved to B before A in the combat. So bash yeah, uh, there, Donnie. Why don't you make that DC-11 recovery check oh. for Dundee? Come on, Dundee. I was rolling rocks earlier. Let's see what happens now. Six. Oh, Ooh. fuck. Okay, Dundee goes to dying too. Oh, no. Uh-huh. It's okay, I'll use my druid spell. Oh, that's right. Oh, can't. Okay. <laughs> Okay, now it is A's turn. Um, And uh, we got this, we got Hoot the Bird. Is Hoot a bird or an owl? (laughs) It's very, very very heavily disputed. I almost asked that same (laughs) question. Very heavily disputed. Uh, Combatant A is going to run forward into melee with Harem. Herring's still here, by the way. A is going to resolve an attack roll
2: versus Herring.
0: Didn't like Harry run from like hide behind? Uh, no, he got cereal?
2: he got like he crit failed and he, he crit failed like, and got moved ten
0: feet. Behind. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was. <laughs> that. That. It was one of those weird things where it like kind of worked because
2: yeah, I'll hide yeah, behind. I had to Where'd hop you? over him as he like. Got yeah,
0: that's right. I spun through. That's right. As, as Grodus decided, it's not his fault. That's going to be a 26 versus Haring. Ooh. Yeah. Who's controlling harem right now? Uh, I can keep controlling Harim. I was yeah, last time. Yeah, why not, time. man? Come on, get a bash gain here. Uh, you said it was a uh, 26? Yeah. Okay, hit, not a crit. Five damage. All right. It's a yes. little bit of luck there for Haring, Or is it? He's been hiding behind Mr. Sertova the whole <laughs> combat. <laughs> Uh, Subject to the multiple attack penalty. This thing is going again. Natural 19 uh, for a total there of uh, 25. That'll hit Harry, I assume, right? Yeah, that'll hit. Yep. Ooh, and that's a nine on the die, so that's going to be 13 damage on Harry. All right. Dry Colme, subject to confusion. (laughs) It is your turn.
1: You're going to have to roll and tell me who I'm attacking.
0: Oh, yeah. I will do so right now. I've assigned everybody new numbers, since the board looks a little bit different from the last time we did this. Before we start this, do I have control of Hoot, since if
1: I'm confused, wouldn't Hoot still... Hoot doesn't know what's wrong with me, so he would still obey my commands.
0: I think all you can do is strike while confused, so you can't command Hoot.
1: Does it say that in the rules?
0: Yeah, it does. Use all your actions to strike or cast offensive cantrips.
1: Well, isn't Hoot part of my
0: attack? He's not a strike.
1: He is a strike. I know. He's not a straighter. Shut up. He's, he's not a <laughs> Taking all the fun out of play my character Hey what Hey, right uh, what,
0: what number are Donnie or I... Oh, wait, never mind. That's right. I, I, wish, Brad, Brad. I wish Brad was on the screen right now.
2: I, I, I am curious after, you know, having hearing a little bit more about these visions. What mm-hmm. color, like, am, am I red or blue is... Ooh. I, uh, I yeah. think you're a lime green.
0: It's all, green. all <laughs> shuffled. It's unknowable right now what color you are. Um... I've rolled the dice and actually we've caught a little bit of luck. And Dry mm. Col selects Combatant C as his target.
2: All right. Nice.
0: Time for another <laughs> one. Let's just fucking roll it out.
1: <laughs> That's a 16. There you go. That's go. a miss. Oh, darn. Let's roll again. It wasn't a one though, so. That's an 11. Let's roll again. That's a 20. 20 total? total. Minus 10, so 10. Oh. oh. <laughs>
0: no. All right, that misses. <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's see. It is Harim's turn. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, so I think he is going to he's gonna take a swing. Uh, combatant A. That's what I would do. Total of 13? A total of 13? Mm-hmm. That's What's going, going on six? with you guys tonight? <laughs> hey. No. I had That's my good rules earlier. you going out with me for two I don't weeks. know what to tell you. Um, <laughs> no, that does not hit. <laughs> that does not hit. Yeah, All right. It's
2: above 10. Uh, they, yeah. I know,
0: uh, We will cast ray of enfeeblement. Oh, good, good idea. Uh, you're doing a saving throw. You're doing a fort save. Oh. A is doing a fort save. Mike. All right. Natural one. There we, go. There we go. Learn the rule. Crit, that's a crit failure. Doesn't matter. Yeah. For Raven, feel that's a really good thing. Yeah. Well, it's not so auto crit a,
2: fail. It just lowers it by one degree, uh, which right makes, out, makes yeah. it a crit fail.
0: Yeah. Uh, the target is now enfeebled three. Enfeebled. That's three. a lot.
2: <laughs> Whoa.
0: Okay. So that's going to be like, a. I think I have to subtract three from attack rolls and damage rolls and shit, right? I think. Uh, pretty sure. Status penalty equal to the condition value of two strength-based rolls and DCs, including strength-based melee attack rolls, strength-based damage rolls, and athletics checks. Yeah, looks like I, I managed to remember it correctly, so I okay. will... Let's see, and how do I get rid of it? I guess... Um it should be on a spell Ray of Enfeeblement should have a Oh, how long does it last? Yeah, yeah. Bear with me, all me day. Get back to that. Uh, one minute all oh, day. One minute ten rounds of enfeebled three. Hopefully. I think back. that was the moment because that's that really does nullify a lot. I mean that, that's wow, that's great. Okay. That takes us to Tenru the Hunter,
2: I think. Did I get skipped? Yeah. Yes you did get yeah. skipped. How did that happen? I got you that initiative tracker, so I wouldn't get skipped. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I've been listening to, re-listening to all the old episodes, and I swear Chris gets skipped every third episode. It's I'm just, so sorry. Um, it's okay. We're going to just give Cereo a turn, and then we'll cert, insert you back into the order. Cereo, you might have just been kind of looking or I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I skipped you. Actually, I do know what to tell you. I'm going to roll a D12. Oh, that... Well,
2: I mean... It's Tenru's turn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to resolve the zero condition. Oh, oh now oh that's God, just like... You skipped him. We fixed it. And you're like, okay,
2: cool. We'll do
0: the zero check condition yeah, instead. Yeah, I, I was planning on doing this, but... You know. Let's split the party in three
2: different places. <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's make them roll like shit. And then let's pull out the zero condition.
2: That's right. We'll that's be fine. That's yeah. right. You guys got this. Nothing like, terrible uh, could happen. One. Ooh, one. That is a lesser misfortune. These, these new little lime green dice are not really helping me much tonight. 43. 43. What? What? Your companion's cheers at your recent success has damaged your hearing. You become deafened for 1d4 rounds. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. So I just interpret that to
0: just mean more chicaneries afoot. You know, you just, you're deaf now. You can't hear two rounds. You're deafened. Okay. All right. Uh, it is your turn and then we will get back into the regular order with Tendru going. Go ahead, sir.
2: Okay, so I'm Deafened? Hmm.
0: Yeah. And these people have left the board. Dundee's dying to the north, and Harem just debuffed the shit out of uh, this uh, Plant A.
2: So Deafened, how does that affect spellcasting?
0: It doesn't at all. Oh, wait. uh, If you perform an action with an auditory trait, you must succeed a DC5 flat check, or the action is lost. Yeah, I don't think they do, but... Um, just, yeah, I, think probably deafened is going to affect like, um, you know, intimidation checks and stuff like that. The nice thing is you're also immune to auditory effects.
2: That's cool. Cast semantic verbal. Yeah. I don't think it's auditory. Yeah. Fire healing necromancy sorcerer.
0: Look at the cast a spell activity in the core rule book. Let me find that. Well, I so I don't know verbal... what the rule says, but logically, if I lost my hearing right now, I would not lose my ability to speak. That is yeah. correct. I maybe couldn't. I would speak too loud or too soft, but I could still talk. Like I don't know why going deaf would keep you from being able to cast. Uh, so the verbal action has only the concentrate trait and not
2: the auditory trait. Cool. That's that then. Cast away, sir. You can do it just fine. All right, so behind me, I've got Harim who's taken a bit of damage. Dundee looks like he's within range of a 15-foot co, and also Plant A. So I'm going Ooh. to spin around and cast Rejuvenating Flame. I oh, can yeah. all three saving of Dundee! Dude. Oh, nice. that's amazing!
0: Very nice MVP moment right there.
2: Yeah. All right, so I'm going to roll some damage. I get a reflex save on A, don't I? Yes, he gets okay. a reflex save. He fails. Uh, that is like, <laughs> <dog shit. laughs> So that's five fire damage Plus oh, five ten. So ten fire damage to ten him, ish. and then Harem heals five, and then Dundee heals five. Wow, sweet. Wow, oh, you know huge. what, man? Nice uh, move. With my third action, I'm gonna yell at Tenru, even though I can't hear myself. I'm gonna say, "I need some help," and then the staff that I'm holding, the the, the fire staff. Oh. I'm going to attempt to throw it. At her Oh, that's badass Oh, um, so did you, cause
0: this is all still the same day, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, we captured her uh, this morning Early this morning mm-hmm. she, And we got interrupted during our night's rest
0: She mm-hmm. still has the staff prepared mm-hmm. Oh, she, hell yeah mm-hmm. And Syria does not No Okay, the staff lands um, in her square near enough to her where she can pick it up and wield it next turn. That's going to take us then back into. So that would have been your last round action. Okay, so that takes us then back to Tenru. Tenru the hunter. She looks at you and her her eyes say a lot in this moment. A lot of different things are going through her head. Yeah, like, you're screwed.
2: Like, That's good, because I can't hear her if she tried to talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah, she was talking.
0: She didn't say anything. I can't hear her. Um, her eyes uh, are this mixture of, like, a willingness to help, but also a, what's going to happen to me. You have to imagine that she might be thinking, I could just leave. Dry Colme seems confused. Syria is surrounded. Uh, Brun the Hell Ripper's in the mix now. She could just leave and i'm gonna roll a dice (laughs) she picks the staff up with her first action and she seems to nod at you but again in that nod is almost this like you owe me you owe me now and she'll cast at combatant c hell yeah and I don't know if any of us or anyone, in any of the combatants on the field know that Dry or Dry Dry is no. confused. Like nobody, he's been taking shots. He's not study. done anything because yeah. I couldn't That's hit the of a yeah. barn. That's true. We kind of shit. interpreted that shot at Hoot to be well, yeah. that could have been at, at anybody. So yeah, was yeah. shooting well, at it, a. Well, there, yeah. was, there she was, doesn't know.
1: There was yeah. a monster there when I shot at Hoot. When I shot. Yeah. at right. Yeah.
0: He's just a terrible shot with a bow. Mm-hmm. That's.
1: Yeah, she's like, who's this fucking
0: <laughs> guy with a bow can't hit shit? <laughs> well, because then the next time he took three shots at the other one. That's See, C, oh, right. yeah, C. yeah. She casts through the staff, produce flame at combatant C. Yes. Makes an attack roll, 15 on the die. Oh, hell yeah. That's going to do it. D4 plus four plus an additional five. D4 plus nine. Wish me luck, fellas. 10 damage total. Wow. This guy's down 31 points. Is that with the uh, the extra damage they take from fire? That's it. Yeah, okay. that total okay. of 10. Yeah, it was with the extra. Okay. Okay, that's going to do it. Let's see. Oh, and then I think using the act together action, I guess that also gives Brun the Hell Ripper an attack roll, too. Um, whoa, natural 19. Uh, that's going to be just a regular hit on this guy, but that's going to be a d6 plus four. And I'm looking at Brun the Hell Ripper right here. His primary attack does fire damage. I'm not even fucking making this up. So I guess he's going to do a D6 plus nine. And that's a six on the die. A total of 15 damage. And that is enough to defeat combatant C. So she just looks at Sirio and she and her Eidolon. Boom, boom. Just take this thing down. That brings us back around to Sirio's true turn. So, this is your actual (laughs) turn this round.
2: So, yeah, I'm going to key off Tenru and then uh, do Produce Flame against uh, Combatant A there. Go for it. 14 plus 9. So, that is a 23. Hit. 7 fire damage plus 5. 12. 12 with the weakness. (laughs) Nice. That is the victory horn. I like it. You have to, you have to leave that Thanks, in. Thanks,
1: Phyllis. <laughs> and then <laughs> with
2: my third action, I'm going to move, placing the fireplace, not the fireplace, the, the campfire between Cereal and uh, Plant A. Great.
0: As you make that move, you look back over your shoulder as you're placing that fire in between you and this plant And you see that you don't have anything to worry about. With that last fire hit, that plant falls to its knees and then onto its face and smolders on the ground. Wow. You're able to get Dry Colme under control, and the two of you, along with Harim and Tenru the Hunter, look around expectantly, confusedly. Oh. Where's Mitch? Where's Bashk? They're nowhere to be seen have a good night fellas oh, oh where's, hang they, on? where's oh, our people
2: hang on so we, we got oh. them under control that's good i was wanting to use really my, wanting phoenix, to my phoenix punch <laughs> to uh, <laughs>